Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. Guys, I am super excited. Today, I have a really good friend of mine. I know her for years, back when I used to be in New York, New Jersey. She used to be in that same area. She's amazing. And today, she got so many gems she's about to drop. Tanya, what's up? Woo, thank you for having me. <laughs> really appreciate it. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for jumping on. Really appreciate you coming on board. Listen, before we start and going through everything you've been doing, tell us about Tanya. Who is Tanya? Um, I recently had the guts to start saying, uh, define the odds is my jam. Mm, talk to me, talk to me. And the reason is, is like, I thought it was kind of normal what everything I was doing. But if I started looking at some of the big life changes, even like my first company growing it from over mm -hmm. 1 million at 25 as mm -hmm. a female in less than like one year, it, it was a big change. And if you think about it, it's only 2% of women actually do over 1 million. And yeah. then put in the factor, I was young at that time, still the young guys. And then, um, <laughs> and then at being a Latina, I'm like a smaller percentage. And then just my yeah. background and getting into the college I, I did. And then recently, my biggest one is having two kids. I was told, Congrats. Um, thanks. I had an opportunity. I had a less than 7% chance of having just one kid. Wow. Now, I'm very fortunate to say I have two kids. That's a blessing. That's yeah. a huge blessing. So I have so much I want to unpack, right? Your first company over seven figure at 25 and being a Latina, where are you originally from? My parents are Colombian. So that's another thing ah. you know, from coming from an immigrant family. It was like, yeah. Whole thing well my mom raised four kids on her own I don't know how she did it because wow. here I am raising two kids I'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> wow that's amazing so your family's from Colombia you grew up here in the states how did you even you know go and start a business like a lot of us you know growing up it's get the good job so when did that whole business thing just started coming out for you it's interesting that you said that because even the school I went to, um, it was Wellesley College. It's known for mm -hmm. uh, Hillary Clinton and Madeleine Albright graduating from there and mm -hmm. so many other famous women. And all the most people graduate from there become either investment bankers, doctors, lawyers, you know, getting their PhD. And I wanted to work at a startup. <laughs> but there were the opportunities of being a startup, though, like the bubble already crashed. It wasn't mm. as like, sexy still. Okay. And, um, I worked at a marketing agency back in the day where it was like email and all that stuff was like cost per thousand, right? There wasn't no uh, marketing or performance-based marketing. And I kept doing really well and I worked at small companies. So anybody out there who's looking at like when they want to start their mm -hmm. thing, work at small companies. You learn so much because they need you. So they'll be like, oh, yeah. you got to do this. You got to do that. And then it's new skills. Yeah, more <laughs> skills. And I, you know, I had lots of time to like kind of like dive into it. And then at 25, I was like, wow, I feel like I can run my own company. So I remember asking my mm. mother, and I was like, I want to start a company. She's like, go ahead. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm scared I'm going to fail. And she says, well, you'll be exactly where you are now, working for somebody. I was like, okay, uh. true. And then I go, well, what happens if I fail? Nobody wants to hire me because of that. She said, you mm. wouldn't want to work for a company like that. Mm. And then it made me realize I had nothing to lose. Yeah. I did. And I got really, like, I worked hard. 
Um, and based on all the hard work I did before, I was like, I did it, started my company and then lucky at 1 million. But the funniest thing is when I was at 1 million, uh-huh. and I didn't even think it I didn't even think it was a big deal. And I kept comparing myself thinking I should be doing more, better, better. And the funniest thing, I didn't, had no clue. It was less than 2% of women reached that. Wow. See, worse back then. That's amazing. You said that because sometimes us knowing some of these things hinder us down. So yeah. you not knowing anything and just going out there and do your thing really help you propel. Now I'm curious, what was the company? Was it a e-commerce? Was it a um, B2B? Was it a service-based? What was that company that you built? You so we get a performance-based marketing agency. So okay. we would actually look at companies and look at like what their product was or what their lead. We build out their page, build out their funnels when before funnels got popular, right? Uh-huh. And then we would see if like, and we would optimize everything and then we would send traffic to it and we would mm. get paid based on lead you know, affiliate marketing or yeah. cost per acquisition. And so gotcha. since we actually built everything and that was exclusive. Once we got the traffic going, it was month after a month. We just had to make sure that they were able to handle the traffic. So we even actually mm. looked at the scripts of customer service, everything. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Now I want to go a little bit further here, right? You know, you said that time you decided to start that company. Is it just you or is it you a partner um, did you build a team? Was it all independent contractor? How did you structure that? So we did build out a team. I did have um, a partner. And then um, I did one of those things where we're still friends, but I did do a 50-50. I highly recommend not doing the 50-50. It's kind of like getting married, guys. Huh. Like, it's great or not, but you got to know that like things might get a little tricky, you know? Mm-hmm. So luckily for us, our lawyers set it up where um, when we first started, we couldn't believe like $100,000, like that's a lot. So like <laughs> we made it where um, whatever the company was, if somebody wanted to leave, they just had to pay $100,000. Now, how do you walk away from $100,000 when the company's making millions? Yeah. It forces you to actually work really hard or come into an agreement that works for both people. But in like let's say you're not making a million and like the company's not doing well, a hundred thousand is a lot, right? Yeah. So it was this weird kind of number where it helped us to kind of work out in an amicable agreement because gotcha. Gotcha. So if you wanted to exit, you just gotta, you know, hey. Here's the agreement, and then we can go our separate way. Now, what happened? Like you, after you grew it past seven figures, did you end up selling it, or how did? Yes, we ended up selling it. Then I also was doing a company called uh, called Spokesmoms too. Okay, what what's that? (laughs) And what it was, it was you. It was a, a product review site for mothers, but based on their preference. So we were going back in like okay, if you're a tall person, instead of going through all these products and looking through this stuff, here's what you need. Or like, let's mm-hmm. say you want the, you're, you're like the person who likes the high end stuff. So mm-hmm. we kind of made it where it was easy to do. Now, here's a crazy part about this. So here we are, we're about to go in front of all the movie theaters. We had a celebrity on board. Oh, wow. We were like the preview. There was that movie, um, what to expect. Well, what to expect when expecting a baby? I forgot. It was a popular movie. We were about to go before the movies, uh, the pre-screen. Mm-hmm. And we just, we got like, the, we were about to close on the $1 million funding and everything. And I backed out. As huh. a and everybody was like, what the hell? Then since I backed out, um, the investor backed out. 
Whoa, what happened? Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So what ended up happening, I must have been in uh, maybe my, I can think of the age and it feels like um, I must have been entering my early 30s. And I was like, uh -huh. wow, everybody on my team is married. And I have been like having like, you know, it was either I was running marathons, working or hanging out with friends in New York, but that was it. And I was like, if I do this, I probably mm. won't have an opportunity to have family and kids because I know mm. myself. I'll be like, I want to do it. I want to get it done. And Focus. I backed out because I was like, oh, wow. what is more important? Is it my ego? Like growing mm -hmm. this huge company or actually having a life where I can actually have a partner and move forward and build that family that I want mm. And for me at that oh. point, it didn't seem, it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about your decision process for this because, you know, one, being Latina, two, being super successful already and having that drive, right? How, you know, what was the process, your mindset when you were going through and said, ooh, should I really do this? Were you doing like a pros and cons table? Like, how did you really determine this is going to be my decision. I want to focus on building a family and building a future. And I can always come back to this um, career thing. How did you go about making that decision? So I looked in the pros and cons and I really thought about who am I, right? So mm -hmm. I really realized like, okay, I grew my first company and I didn't have, I didn't take anyone's money. That was based mm -hmm. on like, me working hard and I was still working lots of hours, right? Yeah. And then here, taking somebody else's money and everyone relying on me and our team, I was like, ooh, I can see myself working so hard that I don't even go out and my health, mm. right? And mm. I was like, well, I want that stress. And as you said, I've already yeah. had a successful exit. So yeah. wow, like this is more about like, ooh, I raised money and then I'm going to do a bigger exit. But then at that time, yeah. nobody makes you realize like, um, what do you lose? And once you get there, so like, think about Olympic athletes. It's amazing. Oh. But like they get, they miss out on a lot of stuff. Maybe, of course. you know, like they're not going to go to a bar drinking. They're going to not to do yeah. that, but they do it. So, but for them, that was really powerful to win that medal. Right. In the Olympics. Yeah. For me, that exit, you know what I mean? Wasn't that big. And I, yeah. I actually valued the other moments more. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. So after that, I know you had a group coaching program. And yes. so tell so us more about that because you're like a super serial <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> so then well, what I'm doing now is owners up. And what mm -hmm. our framework is, is like being an athlete, like I was running and I was training for a marathon and I was like, wow, I've been a collegiate athlete and I've been in distance running like since I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm going to join a marathon, like I was training for New York, New York, and I just finished Boston, I still join a group of people. Why? Wow. Because it helps me move faster. I know exactly what I need to do, but with a group uh -huh. of people, I'm not being naive. I'm not saying yeah. like uh, my willpower is amazing at all times. I know that. So yeah, 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 when there's yeah. days when you have to run 18 miles, let me tell you, it's better to do with other people. And when you need right. to do interval workouts, you think you're going to do better by yourself. Nope. When you're with somebody else, you always end up going faster. And Why then, is that? Um, it's just social, right? It's kind of like, yeah, have you been good. in a workout class? And like right now I am, my kids, one year has just turned one, uh, my second. And I got to tell you, here I am in a workout class 
and I'm like hurting. I look around. I see some older people next to me. They're cruising. I'm like, Chilling yeah, it. I'm going to keep pushing. But by myself, <laughs> I probably motivated? would have said, oh, I'm good. It hurts. You know, and that's what gotcha. we do as entrepreneurs. Sometimes we justify things like that's enough when we mm-hmm. can actually go further or even do it smarter. Mm-hmm. And then um, in those workouts, you have a coach looking at your workouts to see, oh, you could actually be training better. So it's all this data. So we basically created that for owners up. So you have a group of entrepreneurs, B2B service-based entrepreneurs, uh, five people, and then you have a coach. And then we have a software where you actually track what you're like doing, what you accomplish. We take that data and we show you where you could be working smarter. And then that also that data gets sent to your coach and then they actually uh, coach you in real time. So you don't wait until the next call. It's like, there might be a blind spot and they're like, ooh, there's a blind spot coming ahead. We need to change this up for you. I like that a lot because it's based on data, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, real data, real numbers, and you just got to adjust the data the right way to get to your result. There are a lot of different peer-to-peer advisory group out there that doesn't leverage data. It's more of the coach experience, right? Or the people in the group experience. That's good in certain way, but it's not as good as when you're able to plug in your data in a system and then being coached based on those performance level. So how did you, you know, like say, hey, I want to build that for the team. Was it like, how did you come up with that? How big is the group now? What are some of the success stories of some of the founders in a group? It's exactly what I wished for. So even with my first company, I had all the weight on my shoulders and I assumed that I had to have all the questions answered, right? So I would go into these forums and groups, but I have to admit, I'm not one of those people who's like put everything out there, you know what I mean? So Uh like, let's say I had to deal with firing an employee. I'm not going to go out in a forum and say, hey, I want to fire an employee. Like, what should I do? And the other groups like were like 12 um, an EO at that time, which is one where you have to be over 1 million, was yeah. all Caucasian and brick and mortar. Yeah. And it's still mostly Caucasian. Like it's, they're mixing it, which is great. So I felt like nobody, um, nobody understood what I got. And the people who did were, I guess, competitors. And I was a little oh, nervous wow. to admit that. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm going through this. I'm firing this person. What should I do? And so I was like, wow, I wish I had a group of people that could answer these questions and then a coach to be like, hey, this is okay. Like you can fire somebody or you can leverage your time better this way. Mm-hmm. And so this is what, and then also like sometimes we're writing something and we think that it's not good enough. So we're like nonstop, almost in perfection yeah. over analysis. And then if you can just have somebody right there, just kind of like say, hey, yeah. this is great. Or like, no, let's go through this. And you move, you save so much time. hundred percent. I was like, that's what I built. And then awesome. so far, the members have been like amazing results. Some have actually doubled within less than three months. And it's nice. literally getting them aware of where they're spending their time and how to leverage it better and opportunities. Mm. Cause like mm. when you're super disciplined, sometimes you have like, think of it as horse blinders where yeah. you're just so focused and you don't see opportunities that can actually yeah. scale your business faster zoning in that's yep. true a lot of us get into that zone i know myself i get to that zone of genius where you know i can't see anything else and sometimes it's good but sometimes it's not so good because you're missing out the bigger picture um so having those coaches helping you is huge now what would you say right 
for a, because our audience is a combination of upcoming entrepreneurs, they've been in business for a couple of years, and you have people that just started their business. What would you say is that small biz tips that you would share with any entrepreneurs that can really help them, you know, go to that next level? That one tip that you would share before we wrap up? Yeah. So the biggest tip, if you're starting a business, don't worry about your website. Don't worry about all the Get Thank there, you. start selling, right? Your network <laughs> is you. amazing. So come up yes. with an idea. I don't want you to come up with like, oh, is my idea great? I want you to collect money. So what that means oh, is like, because everyone can say your idea is great. And then you think you have mm-hmm. this great idea. You build a website. But if you didn't collect revenue, it's just an idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, until you have cash on hand and yep. you have a customer, you don't have, you don't have a business. Uh, yep. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Wow. Now, if someone is interested to learn more about Owners Up, what's the process for them to apply to see if they're even a fit? Um, you, how do they reach out to you or your team? Yeah, go to ownersup.com and you can also go, I'll send you the link. It's um, yes. gold prioritization because anytime, even when you're starting a business or in business, you have so many like, com- like all of a sudden you go to a networking event or an event and then you have all these ideas and you're like, which one's the best and what should I focus on? So we mm-hmm. do this whole goal prioritization. So, you know, this is the best one for the return on your time or investment. Nice. Fantastic. Guys, definitely check out Tanya. She is amazing. She just gave us some crazy gem uh, today, which I hope you guys enjoyed. Definitely click on the link below and check out her site owners up. I know some of those entrepreneurs, I'm telling you, they are amazing. They're top performers at their field. Tanya, anything else you want to share with the audience before we let you go? Always remember that you can achieve anything. And especially if you have a success team, build your own team of accountability. Let's go. All right, guys. See you on the next one.